friends, welcome to the Simple On Purpose podcast. I am Shauna, your nerdy girlfriend and the life coach. I am the author of the Life On Purpose workbook, the coach at the Life On Purpose Academy, the writer behind Simple On Purpose, and mom to three cool kids. Simple On Purpose is a place where I want to encourage you to simplify your home, your heart, your life, and make space for what matters. Make space for the life you want. I'm here to give you tools, tips, and advice that will help you live every day of your life on purpose with peace and presence. That's what's important to me. That's what I want to offer you. That's what I think can change how we're showing up every single day in our lives. And that matters. How we show up every single day matters because that makes up our experience of our life. So today I want to talk to you about how we're showing up in our house, specifically when we're decluttering, but really I think this can apply to when you want to change anything in your house or change something and your spouse isn't really on board with you. I think these tips are kind of universal for marriage and conflict resolution within relationships. I am talking about this topic today because it is one that is brought up so often to me when people email me back on the Simple Saturdays email, when people send in feedback, when I do reader feedback surveys, and on Instagram, whenever I talk about decluttering, people are like, how do you get your husband to throw out all his junk? (laughs) So I want to talk about seven tips for when your spouse doesn't want to declutter. And to give you an idea of where we were starting, I was the one who spearheaded decluttering in our house. I read the book. I decided we're going to change how we're doing things. I went down to the basement and I started getting rid of things. And Connor wasn't there with me. He wasn't doing the work with me. And I brought him along slowly, slowly, slowly. It's been like six years, guys. So these tips are the long game. All right. Keep in mind, this is the long game. My first tip is to have a conversation. So like I said, I read the book and I was excited. I was seeing my house with a whole new vision, getting really motivated by what it could be. But he didn't know I was in my brain. He's not a mind reader. He <laughs> he should be, right? But he's not. So I had a conversation with him. We actually have many conversations about this over the years. What do you want our home to feel like? How do you want to use this space? How do you want to feel in our home? These conversations, this is a chance to listen. And I know it's really hard when their vision sounds not so good. This isn't a time to tell them that they're wrong. This is a time to listen to what matters to them and find the common ground that you guys share. The reason why a vision is so important where you want to go is because then the steps you take to get there are empowering. If I'm decluttering for the sake of decluttering, it feels like a chore. But if I'm decluttering to move me towards my vision for what I want space to be, that is motivating. That is empowering. I'm much more likely to do it. I'm lot less likely to resent it. So have a conversation. Get started with conversations. The next step is to motivate who they are rather than try to manipulate them to be who you want them to be. Okay, just like (laughs) big marriage advice right here, guys, because when you are in a relationship with someone and you feel like they want to change you, you feel like you're not meeting their expectations, it feels pretty crappy and it's a good way to bring some constant discord into a relationship. Now, I don't say that we shouldn't speak into, encourage and motivate and support our spouse, but we shouldn't nag and eye roll and manipulate and threaten them and kind of shun them for not wanting the things that we want. 
this piece of advice is don't try to change them. It makes them feel like crap and they'll really resent you for it. I mean, if ex-boyfriends have taught us nothing, it's that you cannot change someone else. The next tip, start with your own stuff. And when you read about minimalism, when your spouse isn't a minimalist, this is one of the overarching themes is to start with your own stuff. And I definitely agree. That was my experience. You cannot underestimate the power of cleaning out your own basement of shame or the power of getting rid of over half your wardrobe or finally decluttering the sewing room so that you can use the hobby supplies like the sewing machine that you said you would learn to use and you're finally making Christmas stocking for your kids. Actions speak louder than words. I mean, I could tell my husband how I was feeling about everything and how I went through the process, but I really don't have to say much if he can see it. If he can see that I have more mental space, I have more physical space. As a result, over the years, I have seen Connor let go of things that I didn't expect him to, like that really weirdly shaped, unflattering company leather jacket from the early 2000s. They were doing nothing for us then, guys. Number four, offer them a say on communal items. So there are items that belong to both of us, like kitchen stuff. We had about 300 plus DVDs from our years without cable or furniture in the basement. Anything that was communal, I put it aside and I asked him to go through it and then I would leave. <laughs> so I wouldn't be like, are you sure about that? He didn't need that to make his decisions. So what I had to remember, this was his house too. This is his stuff too. He has every right to keep things just as I do. A lot of women joke about sneaking items out and repeatedly putting that tacky leather jacket into the discard pile just to make your point. They know what we're doing, they know. Just give them a fair say into these things as you would wish them to do for you. Number five, listen to their why. When my husband brought back these items that I thought we should get rid of and he thought we should keep, I just asked him why. Why are you keeping the Pootie Tang VHS? <laughs> Why? Why are you? But not so I can talk him out of it, but just to really understand because the why matters. Even if we don't share their views, it's their why and it matters to them so it can matter to us. And this has just helped me focus a lot less on what he has and instead why he has it. Because we all keep things for some kind of reason. Maybe they're sentimental or inspiration. Maybe they provide us some kind of security or they're part of how we identify ourselves. Even if we don't agree with them, we can just simply say, you have a reason, you have a why. Just like, I don't totally agree that my children need a drawer dedicated to random rocks and popsicle sticks glued in the shapes of throwing stars, but they are obviously ninjas, so who am I to argue with a tiny ninja? Number six feels hard <laughs> because it does mean some humility and it does mean putting yourself out there. And number six is offering your support. So your spouse wants to keep all of these things sometimes the best solution is to help them manage that. So I might think that my husband has like way too many fishing rods and there's a lot of wood in our shed and we could probably stock a small hardware store with our collections of cans and jugs and nails, but that really doesn't bug me like it used to because over time these items have found a home. I've offered him support. Do you want me to help put little 
things of nails into all of those little jars. Like I could do that. I'm pretty good at organizing things. The more support they have to take care of their space, the more likely they are to start paying attention to what's in the space, the more likely they are to naturally declutter it on their own. And when things are organized, you feel less overwhelmed and you won't worry so much about the things that you are still keeping. And I don't mean going in and deciding everything they need to keep and organize and how it's going to be. I mean, offering support for them to do that for themselves. The final tip, and I think you can kind of see where this was all going, because this really is a relationship issue. This isn't a stuff issue. This is a relationship issue. And you don't want to sacrifice your relationship for the sake of stuff. Accept the differences, because marriage is like so weird. It's like, take all of our possessions and our personal baggage and our beliefs and our routines and our sleep apnea and our wrong way of cooking mac and cheese and smash them all together under one roof and we are gonna live happily ever after? Like, no! <laughs> Simply living together is hard. The more we waste our time trying to convince our spouse to get on board with us, the less we're seeing that it's okay for it to be tough. It's okay to not see eye to eye because that's what married life is. Two different people with different opinions and different ideas and different views on which VHSs are appropriate to keep for decades. And besides, when it's all said and done, it really matters less about what's in your home and more about the people in it, making it feel like a home. Because here's the thing, trying to change your spouse into anything, into a minimalist, isn't worth the time or the peace of your home. There's a saying that I often go back to, you've probably heard me say it before, peace at all costs is not peace. If you listen to the episode on will a simpler home bring me peace, you know what I'm saying when I mean how we show up in an effort to get what we want what matter, is what matters most. How we're showing up as we simplify our homes, still protecting the peace, still preserving relationships, that's what matters. Because minimalism, like all lifestyles, it's not for everyone. And we might feel the benefits, we might see that they're so worthwhile, but we really can't tell others that they need to adopt our beliefs, even if they're our spouses. Unfortunately, if I knew the way to do that, I would tell you. So I hope these tips have been helpful to you. If they have been helpful, if you have a friend in your life who's trying to get their spouse on board with minimalism, if you have people in your life that you think will appreciate these tips, please share them. The best way to share is to take a screenshot of this and post it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at simpleonpurpose.ca. By the way, the contest is still running. If you tag me in your Instagram post at simpleonpurpose.ca of you listening to the podcast, you are entered for a free life coaching session. This is a full one hour session where we are going to dig into awareness, direction, clarity, and action. And you might be thinking, well, what could a life coach even help me with? I'll give you some examples on the issues that I have coached women on over the years. So parenting with more peace, shifting away from negative self-talk, handling your own perfectionism in motherhood in your home, loving the people in your home, even though they drive you crazy, <laughs> showing up for yourself and the goals you want to achieve, 
being the mom you are, handling daily stress of motherhood, having more fun with your spouse, your kids, making big life decisions, preparing for a hard season of life. These are just examples. Coaching is a time where you just bring up any issue that you're stuck on, that you're struggling with. And I will help you get awareness on why you're stuck there, get direction on what needs to change for you to get unstuck, get clarity on how you want to do that. Because not every woman wants to live the same. You should be living in accordance with your own vision and your own values for each of the areas of your life. And finally, action. We're just going to jump right to action most of the time, but as you can see, we need to pay attention to these other steps first so we can take right action. Action that is based on our values, action that moves us towards what we want with empowerment and grace. So super simple. Take a screenshot right now, share it on your Instagram stories, tag me in it at simpleonpurpose.ca and you will be entered to win a life coaching session. If you don't want to use it, you are free to gift it to a friend. All right, guys, I love coming on here. I love chatting with you. I love hearing from you wherever that may be. If you are hitting me up with a reply in the Simple Saturdays email, if you are in the Simple on Purpose community Facebook group and part of the Simple Squad there, if you are a Life on Purpose Academy lady, hey girls, if you are a Instagram friend and you DM me there, I truly love hearing from you. So send me a message today. Say hi. I'd love to see your face. I'd love to know who's listening. And I hope you have a great week.